Hi, I'm Ken Mingus. This is Mingus on Tech. Today we're talking with Ellen and Tracy. And what we're going to be looking at is disruption in the IT workplace. This is part of our uh, Premier 100 Technology Leaders Special Report. Uh, and we've really dug up a lot of information about what's going on, and disruption is the watchword of the day. So I just wanted to uh, invite, uh, again, Ellen and Tracy. And Tracy, I want to start with you. And what kinds of things are you finding out there in this um, I thought it was Crazy so, world. the whole package is really talking about this crop of uh, IT leaders is just sort of riding this wave of disruption where they're having to not not only just um, transform things internally, but, you know, IT is now doing customer-facing stuff, so you're really, right. you're really, you know, running the show on two different levels, and IT has moved into the center, yeah. right? It used to be a kind of service thing, it's right smack in the center, so... Um, I thought it was kind of interesting. We had some some companies from what you would think of as kind of old school. Uh, Merck has been around for a hundred years, you know, biopharmaceutical, and yeah. all of a sudden they're trying to, you know, completely transform. Well, you know, let me back up for one second. When we think about disruption, it, it always seems to me that IT is always going to be at the center of sort of controlled chaos. I mean, when you think about cloud computing a few years back, that was disruptive. When you think about BYOD a few years back, that was disruptive, and it required IT to sort of shift gears and really change what it does. Is there something going on now, you know, an overarching thing that's causing disruption in the IT, you know, for IT leaders? Or is it just a, you know, a whole combustible crowd of elements that are just like blowing things up for people? I think it's a combination of things. It's the shifting tech landscape is is a big challenge. Um, trying to recruit and retain uh, top IT talent is huge. It's a huge challenge for them. And then just the speed of business. Um, just trying to keep pace with the lightning speed of business change. Um, right, and so digital disruption, things. right? Every right. single industry is supposed to be doing this shift. So right. I think that's what's making the pressure more intense now is that you have to you have to look at how am I going to take a 150-year-old company and turn it into a modern digital company, right? There's supposed to be no companies, no no uh, verticals that aren't that aren't having that pressure to to change on digital, and and the CIO role is is you know supposed to be driving right, that. Change. that. Well, you, you started to talk about Merck. So, is some what, what's Merck doing that they're having to sort of shift gears on, or you know, are they rolling out some new projects? Did did we get any details like that from well, them? Well, what they talked about in the in the feature article, which was so good. I mean, a lot of people were doing this. They have these IT silos which they are now having to break down you know across across global global so you're right. talking you know thousands of employees and sort of breaking those things down and and um, the the guy from Merck Sorella is that how mm-hmm. you say his name he uh, they they now have like these three technology centers around the world um, but you had mentioned hiring I thought one thing that he had a great quote and he said you know we're, you know, we're doing a completely different kind of hiring than we used to do. It used to be we had, you know, biopharma, you know, specialists and those kinds of things. And he said, we're competing against Facebook and Google for people who do, you know, analytics and modeling and that right. kind of stuff. So you have an old school company that has to, you know, go out there and compete in this in this hot, hot market. With a very new modern high tech firm that's already scooped up probably a lot of right. the talent. So mm-hmm. I think, um, I, I mean, I, I think all those um, people that we profiled mentioned hiring and retaining. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's really shifted. They have this business vision part of their job. But really, the hiring, retaining, and getting the employees 
to you know move at this fast pace of change is really a huge pressure for them. And I think there's an emphasis on uh, reorganizing the IT structure too. Um, you know, the idea of bimodal IT, where there's one group that's focused on keeping the lights on, and then another group that's focused on innovation. Right. Um, it's all about being more agile um, and and improving speed to market. So that was a big. A well, and big you theme. also, it seems like you also have to have IT shops now that are capable of dealing with employees who are now more tech savvy than they used to be mm-hmm. you know 10 15 20 years well theoretically asking for theoretic, stuff <laughs> theoretically more tech savvy i mean you know right. they think they know more song? but uh um well one thing that i thought you mentioned the bimodal i you know i think this is still going to play out but i think more and more companies are doing that engineering and operation i think our company did that didn't they with our it we mm-hmm. did that engineering mm-hmm. operations two different yeah. groups but um you know, we've written about this before. If you're splitting off into this sort of innovative group and then the yeah. keeping the lights on group, like half of your employees are like, well, how come I got stuck in the operation? Who wants to keep the lights group? on? Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, some people actually do want to keep the lights on, but a lot of people worry, am I in the am I in the the, the boring? It's park? like a cul-de-sac for a career. Right. It could be. Yeah. So. Do I still have career options? Those kinds of things. So, so I think that you know this. The, the the top leader it's a leadership challenge has to make that mm-hmm. you know there needs to be career track you need to still have good people in that and not make it look like some backwater so mm-hmm. you know I, I I think we're still in the middle of seeing how that bimodal thing is going to play out because mm-hmm. if you can't get anyone to keep the lights on then then you know everyone wants to be playing in the sandbox with the new toys mm-hmm. I wonder if one of the things too that 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 IT shops really have to focus on is is making sure that employees are picking up the skills that they need rather than just hiring people with the right skills once you get somebody in the door it's like a constant process to make sure they're on top of what because of the disruption because of the changes that are going mm-hmm. on in technology and in in so many industries and fields you know, you could have somebody that you bring in who's the best data analytics person in the world, but they've got to stay on top of what's going on because it's going to change over the next few years. Is that, you know, is that one of the things that, that, that IT shops and IT leaders are, are sort of constantly dealing with? That is one of the questions that we ask them. You know, which skills are you going to be hiring for in the next year? Are you going to be hiring fresh or are you going to be retraining your existing staff? And it's always a mix of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're always looking at, at the top. Um, technology what, what areas. Kind of, what kinds of skills came up? I mean, I, I think data I saw data analytics. 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 Yeah. Everybody wants to analyze. Cloud, Cloud security. security. Okay. Yeah. Those are the um, main. Yeah. But that's the thing. Um, we had done a story earlier. I can't even remember. It was a university who actually ran into trouble trying to reskill. You can't always reskill a whole team. Oh, they were all trying to do an agile project for the first time. Yeah. And it was something important. I mean, they didn't start out with something, you know. They like, took a big project yeah. right off the bat. And, okay. um, and they said, you can't reskill and hit your deadlines at the same time. I mean, people just, you know, it's not that, it's not for lack of trying, but it's it's mm-hmm. hard. It's hard, you know, we, all of us criticize when, when, when companies aren't, reskilling employees but it's it's hard to take the time and the resources to actually reskill and then start your projects you right. know so i think it's more of a challenge um um one thing i was interested in was wait which one was this one of these premier guys that we quoted when he came into his organization he said 100 person team um the average tenure uh, on the team was 25 years when he got there mm-hmm. wow Okay. I know. Ouch. Okay. That's going to require a lot of skills updating, mm-hmm. let's say. Right. So I think he said like 10% of the lower level people were promoted. 
Um, 30 employees were let go out of 100, so that's mm-hmm. a chunk. Yeah. And um, 23 people were hired. So that I think that was in the course of like two years. Mm-hmm. So he really that's, Talk about disruption. That's remade, an amazing yeah. amount of change in one team in, in, in a, what, a year, 18 months, something like so that. So if you're one of those 30 people, you're probably not too happy. But, yeah. you know, if you were – and he said some people – some people said to him, we've been waiting for they this for so long. Right. So I think that's one of the big leadership challenges is, is make, you know, identifying the people who are like, I- I'm waiting to raise my hand here, mm-hmm. you know, reorganize so I can do that thing I want to do. And in terms of the Premier 100, I mean, that's the kind of career that these IT leaders are drawn to. I mean, they're looking to shake things up and they want to uh, make change. It's change. a good thing for exactly. them. Yeah. And manage that change. Right. And and then we did we did a story a couple of, we did a story on uh, tenure for CIOs, mm-hmm. which is going down because people are moving around more. Mm-hmm. And I think especially among the leaders, they you know some some people are kind of addicted to this come in and fix. They're sort this of like thing. gunslingers. Yeah. They come in, they fix it, they and blow things up, on. and then they move on. Right. So they don't need to stay at a place. A, a terribly long amount of time after they've sort of, you know, set up these new systems and stuff they like doing. They like that. the challenge. So mm-hmm. I know, because you said, you know, some, <laughs> we wonder who would want this job. And right, I'm exactly. Like, I mean, well, you know, one of the things that also came up too was the whole idea of struggling with like work life balance. Mm-hmm. How do you manage to sort of, especially in this era when everything is sort of technology, you know, we're all combined, connected, online, available, whatever. And any insights in sort of the, the, the work-life balance and, and, and the best way to sort of manage that? Well, we had some good examples, I think, from this year's class of P100s. Um, because they have their own lives, they have very interesting lives outside of work, as we Ball found. Ballroom dancing. Yeah, yeah we, we did a video profile of um, uh, Bill Hills from Navy Federal mm-hmm. who does ballroom dance. Oh, no, it's like salsa dancing right. to blow off steam after work. No, that's one way to so, do stress reduction. Okay, I know. ballroom that dancing. Was so cool. <laughs> yeah. So they take their own um, work-life balance very seriously, and they they set an example for their groups too. So some of the examples we had, um, you know, not sending emails to your staff on the weekend because the staff will feel obligated to reply mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Um, things very simple like that, or or just video conferencing as an option rather than um, you know having face-to-face meetings. Rather than drag people into meetings, just right. have everybody work from their desk and then dial. Right. Or, like, people are going to that model of, like, a lot of real quick check-ins. Because we did another Mm -hmm. story about even just IT evaluations. Instead of sitting down and having this long thing once or twice a year, these really quick check-ins. And the same thing with meetings. You you check in with somebody, video conference, or just have a call-in meeting. Um, Like this one, Media Math, they have a call-in meeting every morning. Um, with the That's whole the one we were talking about earlier. So every day you've mm-hmm. got to have something to report yeah, that you've done to say from the day before. What you accomplished the day before, which, uh, like I said, it would hold your feet to the fire, but right. you know you have some of those days where you feel like you did nothing or got nothing done. Mm-hmm. Um, but the idea is instead of having long meetings, it's just quick, quick check-in, and then everyone just keeps rolling. And, um, and the thing about those meetings is uh, – it allows people to work from home, mm-hmm. right? So, so that's you another have a issue that's come up. I mean, you've got you've got such a di- um, um, what's the word? Not diverse, but dispersed yes. crowd of people. Either the people you're working for, you know, your customers in the company, or the IT shop itself. That the IT leaders have to manage all of these people scattered to the four winds. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's another one of those disruptive things that I think is maybe settling down a little bit. I mean, people are used. I think to people are figuring out ways to manage it now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, between technology and just management strategies. Right. I mean, because traditionally IT 
made it possible for everyone else to be able to telework, mm-hmm. right. but they were still stuck in the office, you know, running cables, crawling around under people's chairs. So I think IT was one of the last, you know, functions in the business to be able to have some remote management opportunities. And yeah. you know, they it's the same kind of bimodal thing. If you're if your head's down really programming something for the day, you know, you'd probably be better off off site. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then some days you organize so that you're in the office, you're the one on call. And and you know so so you're when you're in you're definitely in and when you're out you're you're doing you know that sort of intense work that that the office is not good for and right. I think I think that was a theme there was a lot of um, the the leaders you know requiring that accountability among their staffs but then pairing that with the flexibility that they need so if if someone needs to go and you know take care of a sick child or something like that they've got that flexibility too but yeah, um, looking at the at the information that uh, that came out of the special report it seems like flexibility in so many ways is kind of a watchword, even if it's not the word they're using i mean you have to figure out how to be flexible and and again speedy mm-hmm. in terms of, of of the things that you want to do we could go on i'm sure you know probably for another half hour so any other last minute thoughts before we sort of wind down here about the kinds of things you know the information that you found in the special project um, I was kind of interested in this tribe I mean if you've been following this whole tribe mm. model of organization yeah. so I guess Spotify started it so it's definitely like hip startup kind of thing but um, we were profiling um, the media math CIO is doing that I a same thing I just get a little warning, like, yeah, I wonder if this is going to be around in two or three mm. years because it, it sounds could be, It sounds like a bit faddish. It does. I mean, it might work. Who knows? It may, you know, maybe so you this have, is the new model. So you, so you are doing product, so you have product engineering and operations all in a, in a team, which I think solves that stigma of, you know, being separated. But you have these, you know, you have a, a little mini startup with an engineering lead. It's an innovation driver. Right. Yeah. That, that's set up. And yeah. you each get your own budget and your little group makes its own technology decision. But I could see, I mean, maybe that works with a startup. But as a manager, are you looking at like 25 or 50 of these little groups right. running around? That might work for Spotify. But if you're looking at, as we were talking about earlier, about the you know the IT leader who came in and had like people with skills going back 25 years, mm-hmm. you know, somehow empowering that group would be much more difficult and I would think more time consuming than, than it would be for a, a, a young team at Spotify. Yeah, I think it's just a mm-hmm. challenge for the IT leader. For First of all, you need to know a lot of your employees, yeah. right? I mean, you can't just be like, here's my direct reports, and they know the people beneath them. You need to be like, I, I, can, I know enough about these employees to make these little pair, you know, to make these teams work. Right. You know, because if you have a team of four people and two of them hate each other, that is not, that is not going to work. So, <laughs> so there's not way, well, anyway. There's way more, like, people skills involved. I think right. there's, I think the staff management, it seems like that part of the job is really between hiring and then trying to do these kind of reorgs and you know retaining people too this is another huge problem is you have a superstar and they go off somewhere else and get recruited right so by the time you finish making everybody happy I mean I think that's a huge mm-hmm. part of their job anymore yeah and that's a big part of what we look at when we're judging the premier 100 technology leaders we ask the panel to you know look for leadership examples um, that these candidates have described on their questionnaires, and that that's a big part of um, you know how they are named to the list because it's right. a big part of their job. Right. right. Cool. Now there were a couple of other things we wanted to mention before we pass. You got the agenda conference. Agenda sixteen is coming up end of um, this month, end of March. Yep, yep March twenty first. And so 22nd, for the premier 23rd. leaders, the premier IT leaders, it's a. Um, 
you know, it's a black tie. I mean, it's really nice. They get recognized they for, the, for the work that it's, they're it's, doing. It's That's black tie and ball gowns, and um, Ellen reads out their names, and they come Good. up to the stage and get a picture, and it's it's really nice. And it's, it's a, a great nice event. networking opportunity because you get all these elite IT leaders the together, they're and they're doing. sharing yeah. ideas. So it, it's an, it's a nice event. Great. And also, we are um, we are collecting nominations for the 2017 um, Premier 100 leaders. Already now, also. that's already started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay, that's online. They come to Computer World. Yes, and we, exactly. Okay, we'll make sure they get the information on yep. the yeah, little story. Great. Cool. Another right. batch of winners. All right, great. Listen, thanks a lot, Ellen. Thanks a lot, thanks, Tracy. Ben. A lot of insights. Thanks for watching. That's a wrap.